Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's gonna, it's, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna change how everyone sees the entire brand moving forward. Really, it might not even uh, just be the brand. I mean, there's a lot of interesting conversation there. It might be good gaming in general. You know, we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, if I mean that's one of the arguments. You know, we could uh, talk about today is you know if this succeeds and there's actually merit behind it, others will follow too. <laughs> like, and yeah, competition might just not really be a thing anymore in terms of like exclusivity it'd be be competition in terms of yeah trying to incentivize your platform in a certain way but um anyway talk about it we are live by the way okay my pen and paper out okay yeah okay uh right where's the i was i was was gonna get on um (laughs) 10 minutes early and fucking just put like a load of PlayStation logos on the background uh, <laughs> instead of the normal green dots. But I didn't. You should have done. Yeah, I couldn't. I was, I was late making <laughs> lunch. And, yeah. yeah, I've already got like three other podcast names lined up, ready to go if shit hit the fan next week. <laughs> just like, we're just going to adapt. It. We're just going to bear grills it. We're just going to adapt and overcome. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's got to do it, man. Maybe just like what Xbox is doing, eh? Well, yeah parallel processing going on there that's good fuck mm. nice where's that okay. mug from man where's that starbucks mug from it is um i think we... this is actually Amsterdam. yeah we got that one too yeah it's the light blue one yeah yeah we collect them we got a um uh, edinburgh one as well last time we went it's quite nice the edinburgh one mm. they're good shapes and you can stack them yeah yeah and they make just yeah they just make really good like coffee cups like if if you mm. just want like a they, they're just like a good size and they're nice to drink out they're comfy to hold as well sometimes i find i don't know because i got like quite long spindly fingers u2 deck i find handles mm. for mugs are really hit and miss for me like they're really uncomfortable yes. um yeah yeah, yeah so I, I don't really use handles though i'm not a handle user i'm a, I'm a gripper sometimes I just, I just grab the mug yeah just yeah but i'm definitely a dumb tea drinker like i'm not I don't let the tea drink me. I fuck. I fucking get yeah. in there. You don't even drink it. You just fucking I'm get your hand. You <laughs> scoop it out of your hand. <laughs> I'm gonna like a choke cold layer in my fucking elbow. <laughs> nice. That's me. Yeah. Coffee drinking just to get by. Stack your mugs until they reach the sky. Are you still a proper coffee snob these days? Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Patting it down and. Talking to each individual. Yeah, I've got a weighted temp. You grind it. Each individual bean. Yeah, that's it. I weigh it, weigh it. Got to get it right, and then I, I play around with the ratios, the coffee to water ratios. Because yeah, you actually blend your beans now, don't you? You buy beans and then you blend them in in your kitchen. Is that right? Or do you not I, do that? I, I grind them. Grind I, them. That's why I, I grind mean. them. I just couldn't yeah. think of the word. And yeah. I, I, pl- I play around with the um the coarseness. Yeah, the grind. Yeah, but you just get whole beans, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. There's no other way to do it. If you pre-ground is for bitches, pre-ground is for little, little, tiny, little bitches. Wow. 
you're really that's a lot of coffee drinkers you've just called bitches well because it's like you just don't know how coarse they're they're you can't know you might as well roll a dice in my coffee you might as well get a, just lob a dice in my coffee. you just don't know how coarse <laughs> jesus man you've changed Come on. i haven't it's been like this for a while it's been a problem for a while now <laughs> It's, it's been ninety percent of my personality for a long while now, and yeah, I and right. I you might have thought Deck will loosen up on like disliking Costa. He hasn't. Costa, I, sucks. I despise that. Mm. I despise that brand. And Dude, I'm glad everyone's catching I've up. I've never had. There was a phase in my life where people looked at me weird when I was like, Costa sucks. Mm, it does. Oh, no, you suck. <laughs> Nero's is the best out of the chain, but like the um. Yeah, I I I'm convinced that Costa actually do like the worst flat white on the planet. Like it's like they don't, it's, it's not so even the right size. yeah it's so weak it's so big it's like a fucking latte it's just it's not a flat yeah. white at all yeah well and I figured that out I mean I told you like because I interrogated a barista at, at Nero one time Deck and I was like what is that about by the way <laughs> I put a gun to his head and I said look you tell me what's going on with your competitors over there and they said it's because Costa only do one shot of coffee in their yeah, stuff but starbucks yeah. and nero do too hmm. um, and yeah they don't get the measurements right they don't like you ask for a flat white at costa and they're like vanilla milkshake with sprinkles i'm like nope flat white and they're yeah. like it comes in one of those big fucking sippy cups maca pappuccino yeah yeah like, here's your flat white no. sir. <laughs> i'm like looking around like checking am i in the right am i in the right place yeah they're like he wants a flat white that just means he doesn't want it carbonated yeah he wants it flat <laughs> Yeah, I turn around and they've just poured the drink onto the counter and they're just smacking it to try and flatten the <laughs> going with like a rolling pin, just going over the fucking liquid. <laughs> fucking trust oh, man. God, don't trust me anything. Oh, we should probably talk about games soon. Yeah, sure, that's fine. I mean, it's not even going to be the right type of games. So that's the worst thing. So this is going to be a very controversial episode. Yeah, right. will be. Pretty sure we okay. start most episodes with that statement. Do we not? Maybe well recently. I mean that probably yeah. is the case, yeah. 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 Um all right, let's do it. Let's get jingling, let's crack on. Um welcome everyone to episode 129 of the Quick Routine Podcast. It's a it's a historic day. It's a historic day. It's crazy. If you're not we're gonna do cover a bit of the of the history of what's happened in the last few weeks, but I'm sure you're all caught up if you listen to this podcast anyway. But we're kind of right on the cusp of what seems to be a big change in strategy for the Xbox platform. Um, might be good, might be bad, might be both, might just be a bit of a change, but it it fosters a lot of very interesting conversation, not just about Xbox as a platform, but as the industry, particularly in the console market, but I'm very interested to see how this all goes. So we're going to kick off the, the episode as usual, and then we'll pivot into that sort of conversation. Um, and we'll have a bit of a conversation about what we've been playing. It's not going to make you happy if you're here to talk about <laughs> Xbox, I'll tell you that right now. Um, so if you're listening after we've recorded, after we've gone live, you can you can um, skip to the to the next timestamp if you're really not interested. But we're going to start with um, what we've been playing. I guess if if we just does anybody else have any other shout outs other than Hell Divers Two? <laughs> I'm playing a few little small games with the Steam Next Fest. Um, Steam what is what? that? I don't know what that means, Ken. The Next Fest, you not heard of that? We're no. console plebs. You're oh. going to have to explain that to us. Um, so essentially, every like yeah steam will do like a big indie showcase they'll show uh -huh. new indies kind of in development kind of and they'll sh they'll basically release hundreds of demos that you can play oh um, that's cool. such as been bouncing around with loads of really different 
really Brilliant. fucking cool indie games. Any standouts? Yeah, so um, being a kid, I used to be a huge like skateboarding. Like, I used to love like Tony Hawk and skate games like that. Uh-huh. Um, Me too. Man. So in the in the um, yeah, actually, well, you love the sound of this set. So there's a game called Hellscape. It's essentially a hack and slash roguelike Tony Hawk skating game. Oh, yeah, Jesus it's, uh, Christ. It's, yeah, so you get you'll, you'll get like different clothes and different parts of your skateboard that give you different abilities. Huh. So, for example, if you do like a a pop shover, you can make like a grind rail that you can then grind on. And then, if you do a certain type of grind, you might fire a missile at nearby enemies and stuff like that. That's neat. So, really, really, really cool idea. Really cool art design, similar to like Rollerdrome, that kind of ish mm. kind of art style. Um, so that's really, really good fun. Had a good time with that. And another one that is really, really cool uh, was a game called uh, Dice Dice and it's like a deck building. Um, again, about another roguelike kind of thing going on. And I've heard of this. It's like a first person, like you're holding the cards in front of you mm. and like there'll be like a duck or some shit and you'll just spend your mana and attack it, um, sorted. But then there's like a, a mechanic where you can, what do they call it? But basically you can roll a dice and any number that you see on the screen, you can change. Okay. So be that mm. the amount of mana you have, the amount of HP you have, the amount of HP the enemy has, the amount of like it's weird like you can just pick anything on the screen and change the number okay um that's a really really cool idea so yeah. i played that for a little bit that was good fun and uh oh and darkest dungeon 2 because i wanted to oh, yeah. get back into that i haven't played the second yet you know I was well, only, it's only on pc like that's why i wanted to play it as soon as mm. i picked this up um so i picked it up and it's it's brilliant the art style is stunning the, mm. the voice acting is unbelievable I, lo- I loved i don't know if you remember the narrator in the first game but it's the same thing yeah. as that he's awesome so that's really good yeah. fun and it's not forgiving in the slightest it's i was gonna say not, is it still bone crunchingly fun. hard yeah it's yeah, all, yeah. yeah. that's it's thing. yeah it's yeah. so that's a really 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 cool game so i've, I've just been like awesome. you know little bits of play do you think you'll um as well. convert any of these to purchases i'm assuming these are just demos you played or like uh i'm very tempted by Hellscape that comes out, I think, literally tomorrow. Oh, okay. So they're demos of games that haven't necessarily even released, not just shedding light on yeah. ones that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I like that. I think it's it comes out tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so that's been really good fun. Fun little week dabbling in that. Not really done that before. Mm, that is cool. I like that. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, we've all been jumped onto a bit of a uh, hell divers. Mm. We'll yeah, do a little seg- segment for that after because I'm sure we'll have a lot to say there. Um, yeah. Tim, is there anything else? Is there anything else other than how that you've been playing this week? Um, Final Fantasy remake. Um, I've been playing the seven remake. Um, so just try to get through that for the release of Rebirth at the end of the month. Um, I am like 20 hours in, I think, um, on this on this playthrough, and yeah, it's great. You know, I've 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 played it a couple times before um and yeah having a really good time with it but it's i don't know how much uh longer i've got i think it's probably about another like 10 hours or so i think i'm probably like two-thirds of the way through it so um i've got the day off tomorrow so i'm hoping i could potentially wrap that up tomorrow if i'm quick but um yeah no yeah having a good time with that so yeah so basically just complete sony for me this week 
I really haven't booted up my Xbox at all. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're in trouble. Um, well, I found out as well that actually because we linked our PlayStations now, I think I can, at the moment, I can play Final Fantasy because it's... um. It's on PS Plus. Seven remake is yeah. on PS, PS Plus. And did you so. did you have to buy PlayStation Plus to play online with us no. as well? That's quite neat, actually. How you just cheese my subscription as well. Same happens um, with Xbox as well. Yeah, 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 oh, I didn't even know that was a thing on Xbox. I still thought that you had to get gold or uh, whatever the hell it's called. You can lose Game Pass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no such thing as gold anymore. Game Pass Core, yeah. Game Pass Console, That's Game it. Pass Ultimate. Yeah. 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 I forgot. They, yeah. I just forgot what it was called. Um, okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that works like that on both platforms. So cool. Yeah. Um, rad. I'm, I don't know if there's anything else. I, I I finished God of War Valhalla, which you started as well, didn't you, Ken? Literally, after I spoke this morning. It. Like I didn't. Yeah, I've played it for about half hour, forty minutes. Yeah. So, oh my god. So I guess I'm the I'm fucking Sony Squad as well today. Oh mm-hmm. dear. What's we've happening? all only been playing, apart from Caden, who's done some Steam stuff. We've all only. Thank been God for Caden. <laughs> Basically, PlayStation stuff. Um, yeah, and that was great. You know, I spoke a bit about it um, last week. I finished it. I think it was maybe somewhere between ten and fifteen hours long. Um, nice, compact, roguelike, but not not like super short. I've never played any of the old God of Wars, but it was definitely um, a lot of exploration of that and sort of putting an, a a bow in character, uh, Kratos's character. But it really gave the combat a chance to shine. Um, the roguelite elements were... It was a lot of reuse from the base game, but just really smartly done. Um, there was like a little bit too much repetition here and there, but only a little bit. Overall, it was like a really solid 9 out of 10 experience. It was really a good time. And as I said last week, I think got, the combat God of War is, is probably the best third-person melee um, action that I think is out there. I, I think it's that good. Um, and it's one of the things that bummed me out about the base game is that a lot of the stuff was similar to the first game, and then you only really get the spear of Dropner like 60% through the game, maybe even a bit further. Uh, so I thought it was a bit of a bummer, like the combat felt a bit samey, but in this you could kind of, the way it works is you you kind of get to, well, you, you start with all of them and you can mm-hmm. just choose which ones specialize in. So I um, I spent most of my time with the spear, which was which felt very refreshing. Um, so yeah, really good time. I would definitely recommend it. And it was obviously it was it was free as well, wasn't it? So it was um, you know, really great that that was that came in at free. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's all of that. Um, I guess it's been the biggest release of this week, right? I mean, PlayStation have had a couple of releases in the last few weeks. Um, there was that Silent Hill like prequel thing, wasn't there? Did you know what I'm talking about? That came yeah, out. Yeah, the free it was free. Yeah, and it was awful. But yeah. like, it's on like a forty on Metacritic or something at the moment. I haven't really heard much about it, but I just I saw. I was like, because I don't know anything about Silent Hill, but I saw. Oh, there was a shadow drop. This must be a big deal, and I haven't seen anybody talk about it. And then I checked the you know the critic scores, and it's like in the fifties or forties. Anyway, that happened. Foam Stars came out. Oh, I didn't know that came out. It's out, mate. That was that was PS Plus Day One. That was oh neat. Um, yeah, wow. that's in the 60s as well. I think maybe 50s. Oh, ooh, yeah. I thought that game check. would at least hit sevens, sort of just be an okay sort of experience, a bit copy copy pasta from Splatoon. But I don't think it'd do badly mm. by like hitting 50s and like low 60s. That's actually quite a surprise yeah, to me. Let me double check to make sure I'm not 65. Yeah. 65. Yeah. No, I mean that's still that's it's pretty bad yeah i was expecting it to hit 70s that sort of vibe okay yeah 
Um, and then obviously the big boy, Hell Divers 2, which I think um, has taken a lot of people who maybe aren't core PlayStation fans, has taken the rest of us, or like I can only speak for myself, has taken um, me really by surprise, you know, in how much it's caught on. The Steam numbers are doing really well. It was a bit buggy to start with, a lot of crashes, but I think it's climbed up to sort of about 70%, maybe 75%. I actually, interesting good in, in fact, I heard it's actually the highest um, play account of a PlayStation game on, that's ever released on Steam. Like it overtook um, like God of War. Oh, wow. And stuff like that. It's yeah, the first the A1 highest. they've ever done. That's why. Oh, uh, I guess so. Yeah, because God of War came later. The rest come years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, though, yeah. it's it's nice to see it, you know, obviously come in hot and actually have, like, a pretty large player base right off the, uh, right off the bat. I find it really weird that I'm still... It's They're really taking their time with reviews for this game. Review yeah. copies not sent out in advance. There's no this. It still doesn't have an open. Yeah, no, there was and it's no, been out for no, yeah. It's been out for three days, and it still doesn't have an open. I read. I read that they didn't release any uh, review copies. Yeah, so but I was thinking yeah, oh, I, it's gonna suck. I but. still feel that even if they don't do that, and people just like buy it and just the, the reviewers just get it on release day, they mm. they still haven't reviewed it in three days. Like, I feel like that's really slow. Because it's been the weekend, I guess, but you know, I don't know. Because I kept checking it because I, I was just you. like, I want it. I was like, this this looks like a vibe, but like, let's see what the numbers like. And I'm like, it still doesn't have reviews. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's a bit. It is a bit curious because I've seen other games like this come out before, and reviews are up in 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. You know, something like like four player card games, like you know, Back for Blood, or example, you know. And it's it's a bit interesting. Like I don't know if reviewers held off because there was day one issues, but a lot of games don't usually get that sort of um, treatment. You know, yeah, that sort of special treatment. And it is a bit suspicious. <laughs> Maybe suspicious isn't the right word, but it is um, definitely interesting the way this came together because, of course, it was only a couple of months ago where we had um, lots of outlets publicly annoyed um, about not receiving review codes for Starfield. Metro, yeah. for example, wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Metro kept going on about it. They're like, they haven't sent us a review code. Unbelievable. Unethical. Mm-hmm. And then in their review in progress, they were like, yeah, game sucks. Um, it's what they get for not sending us a code. Something to that effect. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. It does surprise me that there aren't more reviews up yet. So all we all we have to go by is user scores on um on Steam. Yeah, which but I, th- I think generally speaking, decent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the gameplay kind of speaks for itself. I think if you're on the fence about it, just like I just watched a couple of videos on it just to get a vibe. Uh, see how it played for player cop in like a group of friends and stuff like that. I didn't want to spoil myself too much, but like I just thought like this just looks like a vibe. Like e- e- even if the game like comes out to an open critique of seventy, I think it just appeals to that sort of game that we quite like to play, where you can kind of just you just fuck around. I mean, like we're we're not playing obviously on the most hardest difficulty where it will probably get quite tactical and stuff like that. But like we're playing on hard enough that you can still mess around and take it kind of seriously at the same time, but you're still team killing and fucking laughing half the time and stuff like that. Um, Not me. No, Dex just... You guys, maybe. Team kill. team killing. Yeah, Dex, he's, yeah, he's a passive. He doesn't even shoot the alien. I, shoot... <laughs> <laughs> I try and talk them out of it. Look, I, can, you really, I can understand you feeling angry. Like we've yeah. invaded your planet. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a great time. Yeah, it'd be quite interesting to see. I think based on what 
I can what I like I'm experiencing and what I can tell like the users are reviewing it as it's probably going to sell as like a high 70s low 80s I think probably something around that sort of area I think depends um, what but... kind of end game looks like I suppose like mm. once you once you've kind of started leveling up a bit more gone to the later stage of the yeah how much is loop. there yeah yeah, but then also it's a thirty-five pound game at the same time, so yeah. like they kind of got that going for it too. Where like if, if there's not like an insane amount, I don't think people can really just turn on them and just be like, "Where the fuck's everything?" It's just like, well, you know, you still given us a pretty healthy amount of content here, and you haven't priced it a full price game. You know, I think that was really smart the way they did that um because it really it gets people in the gates um really quick as well because they're just like it looks like fun and i don't have to spend 70 pounds so nice um yeah we've had two big games this year do that haven't there power world was another one that was a similar pricing structure yeah um yeah it was yeah. and that obviously exploded you know it's, i think it's it, i think it's quite clear a lot of publishers are exploring this kind of mid tier price which i've been going on about for years so i'm glad you know i'm glad that that's finally happening um but yeah, I'm with you, Tim. Like this feels like a like a solid like eight to me. Like this this is a mm. good time so far. So let's just let's just have a bit of a moment. Like you know, and, and you know what, guys, it's just nice, isn't it? We haven't played a, a game together for a long time. It's yeah. just nice to like have something something new that we can play together. So it's, it's got that going for it as well. Um, although we did have to faff around, didn't we, in trying to get because this is. Um, I know we're, we're an Xbox podcast and whatever, but me and Tim have spoken about this over the years that we've been doing the show. We've always said, like, if there was, like, a solid co-op or multiplayer game on PlayStation, we would play it there as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, they they don't, they haven't historically done that. They've just focused on single-player games and then big surprise, you know, Helldivers 2 comes out, you know, and it's 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 looking good, fairly polished. You know, they've done patches on day one where, you know, we can't speak, for, well, Kane can speak for PC. But, um, and it was enough to kind of get us to dip in, you know, so mm-hmm. I think... I hope I hope PlayStation are looking. That that's all. Because obviously they you know they cancelled factions recently and it made me groan a bit like, oh god, they're not gonna they're gonna keep their toes out of multiplayer now still, aren't they? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I think actually they would do really well. Like, you know, PlayStation are known for their their quality assurance um and their polish, you know, they're really good at that and, and production value. So I'd like to see them do that. I think it would give Xbox and even Switch a kick up their ass to to compete with those games as well so um yeah i'll throw it back to you guys so we've, we've played like what a couple couple nights now haven't we um mm. since it came out uh caden if i throw it to you what are your thoughts so far on hell divers 2 i mean yeah I, I i was interested in it before we even picked it up i thought it was kind of a perfect us kind of game um mm. i mean yeah uh, i you kind of tim kind of so and you kind of mentioned what the the, the draw of it is it isn't a masterpiece you know what i mean it's not like a you you know what you're gonna you know what you're getting into mm. which is and then that's kind of it which is kind of brain dead fun with friends and then you 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 make your own uh stories i suppose don't we? i mean we've already got loads that we could spend hours talking about yeah now mm-hmm. so that's kind of what the draw is for me personally more so than the actual like yeah 100%. game itself I mean, I've I've heard I've heard people say like the solo experience isn't bad in this game, but it's definitely not a game I would boot up solo. It's definitely a game I think I would only play when you guys are we're all messaging like yeah we're actually around for a few hours sort of thing, um, because yeah that's where the most fun happens because it's just I mean I I feel like a lot of games need to do this um, 
when they make like their sort of multiplayer and co-op games and stuff like that i think it's really fun to i think friendly fire is fucking awesome like i really do <laughs> it could be so annoying but i do think it's so fun he admits it it creates he loves so, me <laughs> it, it creates it so many deck from fucking orbit as much as I hated that, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rage-inducing, but I I couldn't imagine the game without it. You know, like it's just it's so good, and it creates so many funny moments. Like when I don't know you just like toss down your sentry gun, and then you're just running to try to pick up samples, and your own sentry gun blows you through the side of the head, and <laughs> just trying to shoot like an alien. It's shit like that that's like hilarious. Um, yeah, and it's just it's just a great time. I love it. Yeah, and like I will say, it's um. I'm a big fan of the genre of games and I've kind of gone out of fashion the last few years because the ones that seem to launch always kind of launch at the same level of um, quality in that they, they've kind of, they either, they've either played it really safe and executed it really well, like back for blood um, mm. or, or they, or it doesn't come together or it launches buggy, you know, dark tide is one I was looking forward to for ages since it was revealed yeah. in like 2020 Such a and shame, then it just man. didn't come together and it got delayed on Xbox. And I've heard it's kind of in a better place now, but it's, it's kind of missed its moment. I mean, I'm sure maybe I'll give it a go one day because it still looks really good. You know, mm. I like these four player games. Um, but as far as, as that genre goes, I think this is one of the better ones, to be honest with you. You know, I think that the, the, the polish is really good. Like it looks really nice. It makes nice use of the dual sense controller as well. Yeah. Um, there's nice true. levels of progression, but, and, and most importantly, the, um, the core gameplay is really nice. The shooting feels great. The movement feels great. I, I find myself wrestling with the controls a bit sometimes, but it's hard mm. to pass that from me just not being familiar with. I think some the of that's on purpose with battles. as well. Like they they create like the whole like, um, but well, I I know that's not necessarily the control scheme, but like the button inputs, the reloading mechanics, and all of that. I think that sort of jank and that sort of awkwardness is designed to make you panic in these situations and mm. make hilarious deaths and stuff like that um yeah but i mean i i, I agree yeah, I've, no, I get it. I've it's stuff like sometimes like when you do a dive and you've like ragdolled or like you've dodged like a move and then your character like stays prone for like a few seconds and you're like spamming the stick like get up what's going on and it's just like there's some weird jank that you have to fight with sometimes with those sort of things and you're yeah. like yeah but um but the actual core core like gameplay loop it feels really good you know they got the shooting right. the noise right you know you can go down sites as well which is a really nice little addition um there seems to be a lot of variety in weapons you know stuff like that it just the, the yeah. actual like meat and bones of, of the game is really really solid as far as this this genre goes so it, it's really impressive you know i don't really know much about the studio i think it's arrowhead is that is that right uh i don't Do you know. Guys know nope not scooby um, I, I don't know if it's the same uh, team that did the first Hell Divers, but I, I get the feeling it might be. Yeah, Arrowhead. Yeah, Arrowhead published off the Sony. Yeah. yeah, they did the first one. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's a hats off to them. Really, they've done well, and it's. I think the last time I checked on Steam, it's it's climbed over a hundred k now. Um, concurrent users. So yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. Um, I I do have like a couple of complaints, which is why I said I think the game is kind of a solid A. Um, I think there are times where the readability of what's going on, on the screen is quite bad. Um, sometimes I'm never really too sure, and there's a bit of difficulty with movement and the terrain, and um, then wrestling with the controls. And there are times where it can get a bit frustrating. You're not really sure what happened. All you know is that you're in bits over the yeah. screen. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure about like the. 
the replayability either like the progression systems feel really good like getting all of the unlocks and stuff that feels great because that's all fun and you can see them there and you know you can design strategy around that but it's like am i just shooting bugs and doing the occasional task it feels bugs. good like, it feels good but i'm wondering it's like how's this gonna how's this gonna go robots yeah i mean maybe that is it you know maybe that will elevate it after the 50 hour mark to like oh this actually feels fresh enough to that you know that it, that it keeps going um but it's not an issue right now. Like I said, the core gameplay is strong enough that it, it, it will carry you to, I think, easy 20, 30, 40 hours. So, yeah, mm. that, that's kind of how I feel mostly about it. But I, I think it's really good. I'm, I'm really pleasantly surprised, uh, to be honest. Yeah. Do you guys find the... Um, do you wish there was a jump button sometimes? I know there's a dive yeah. button. Yes. But when it comes to like that's what man- I mean, yeah, bantling things, yeah. like, sometimes if I you, go if near you something. Hold, if you hold A, you climb up stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. Hold... Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes I do weird. that and it doesn't, and then sometimes it does, and I'm like, well, what can I mantle? What can't I? I wish there was just like a free jump button that I could use, and then I could scale a rock, and then think I could make that with a dive. You know, just create the, the player can judge that distance for themselves, sort of thing. Um, I want to get yeah. the jump pack. Like, yeah, yeah. I can jump that or not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, little things like that are what yeah sort of drag it down a little bit, but. um yeah, it's just it's just such a good time. Um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't recommend it more to be honest. If you have got a group of friends, yeah, I think it's it's an absolute blast. I also like that Caden said hold A there and not hold X. He's you X. Know, he's, he's Team Green yeah. to his to his blood, isn't I'm he? Playing yeah, on my Xbox controller. Don't you worry, guys. I'm actually well, the, like Dex said though, you are missing out because the um, the Dual Shock like um, things are pretty cool. Like with the triggers, like when you're firing, like there's some actual like. Like feedback it's hard to pull right. and like the explosions and stuff like that from all the orbital stuff like feel really cool with the controller like it is it's quite it's quite nice actually um other than the fact that the controller doesn't fucking charge when you want it to yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. and it runs out every three hours even if you can charge it yeah we were playing last night we played what was it like three and a half hours and by the end of our session it was telling me the controller's low on battery i mean they genuinely have like a three to four hour like i don't think that's an exaggeration like we have obviously a playstation upstairs as well we have to rotate the two controllers constantly so every like four hours it's depleted and you can't pair them wirelessly you have to fucking plug them in oh yeah yeah you do yeah that's true that annoys me Anyway, you know, it's, that's it's right. Well, we're going to be playing Xbox forever, aren't we? So, yes, true. <laughs> that's it. You know, there's no big is it really? We're fine. Um, yeah. But, but of course, when Xbox make their version of the DualSense and its battery life is only like three hours, that will be fine. That's fine then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for now, yeah. it's really annoying. <laughs> the, the blue version is, you know, really stupid. <laughs> Agreed. Um, cool. Right. Any other thoughts on that, or shall we get onto the uh, <laughs> into the uncertain territory of? Uh, the Xbox console. Oh God, do we have? All to? good. Yeah, yeah, we have to. Right, ladies and gentlemen, is it Jova or? Oh no, hang on, fucking hold that thought. I'm going to come back it. to this, and then I'll come back to that to that really funny meme in just a moment. Uh, honorable mentions for the week: uh, Halo season two happened. Woohoo! That's out now. Uh, it's actually right. Turns out people love it. That's actually right. It's doing uh, It's on ninety four percent. Rotten Tomatoes audience score is seventy nine. Um, That's good. I, I okay. Have you seen? Okay, it? you got you actually done it. Something I haven't because um, oh. they they've released the first two episodes and then they're doing each episode weekly. Um, but I, I've been I've been taking in the chatter, um, looking at some of the marketing 
marketing material and everything and they replaced the i think the writer or maybe the director from the first season and from what i've heard it's kind of a bit of been a bit of a soft reboot after the first season is yes. <laughs> a sailor in it always getting soft rebooted um mm-hmm. so uh but yeah I, I think i probably will watch this um i think it it, it looks pretty good actually if you like in terms of actually being a a decent halo show and a, a reasonably good maybe sci-fi series straight up um like sci-fi military i think it, it actually looks like it's going to be kind of good um although not without its blemishes so i hear you know it's still there's still some weird stuff because they're really terrified to use the you know the content from the books and the, the actual helmet, games so apparently apparently they're terrified to use master chief's helmet they are yeah you, they, they hate helmet. Helmet. you yeah. what literally on the poster of the season it's him without his helmet on again. yeah i, I don't yeah. understand it it's like that's like the most iconic thing about the suit is the helmet make him wear the helmet I, <laughs> what's going on there they've paid a lot of money for pablo schreiber so they need to show pablo schreiber's well, face mandalorian paid a lot of money for pedro pascal but they uh, he was nobody before face. that <laughs> he wasn't true. a guy before that <laughs> Um, and the thing, the worst part about it is, like, they've done a lot, a lot of like the art that they've done for season two. Uh, like, it goes pretty hard. And like, if he, if he was just wearing his helmet, everyone would be like, yeah, like it would actually, mm-hmm. re- you know, resound with the with the core audience. But it's just like this one blemish on it that's that, that kind of makes it not feel as Halo-y. So, I mean, I totally get it. Um, but man, yeah. I don't know if did you guys uh, maybe spoiler territory because I feel like this is a moment that I have to. I inform you about did you guys do you guys know what happens in season one no at all? One. Uh, no yeah. i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now i yeah, might I'm tell you. if you, you do it i might just skip season one anyway and just start i think you probably it. should yeah yeah i mean it, it was okay it was okay I but sex. it was just kind of weird he does have sex he does <laughs> master cheeks he has a bum yeah it's like them cheeks he does yep jimmy rings um <laughs> at the end of of season one which i see i think they just retcon uh he dies. Chief dies. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, they must have reckoned it. How can there be a season two? He dies. And then Cortana controls his lifeless corpse to like keep fighting. So he's oh. dead, but she's just pulling the strings. That's so lame. And... Uh, he's like a zombie. He's like an AI zombie. Uh, and that was just of, at the end of season one. It was, it was so age. bizarre. Mm. It was so bizarre. And then everyone was like, is this their way of pivoting into like a, a chief with his helmet on all the time that doesn't talk? <laughs> like he's like doesn't really say anything because he's dead. He's just a corpse in a suit. Yeah. I don't know, You're man. smelling I a bit these days, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking you stink, man. It's flies all around him. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's, it's the pestilence skeleton, armor man. effect from Halo Reach. It's canon. Ah, yes, that's it. It's a throwback for the fans, this one. <laughs> God. Uh, so what? Yeah, okay, so yeah, I, I'm imagining they they wreck on that, right? Um, with like the whole user director, writer, whatever. I assume um, so. I assume yeah. so. Yeah, it's just it's chief, but it's Pablo Schreiber as chief, and he's still a bit talking. You still see his face a bit too much, but it, it seems like there's actually some good stuff in there. And like even in the season one, the combo was actually quite good. Like the chore- choreography in the fight was actually kind of good. Um, and like seeing the speed shots. of the Spartans and the strength, that was ass. I don't know. I hope they stopped doing that. But <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, it seems like this has been a bit of a hit, to be honest. Um, you know, it's obviously not a Last of Us level um, critical success, but this is this is good enough where 
this is respectable. Um, mm. And this is the first, hopefully, of, of quite a few um, like transmedia efforts that Xbox are making. You know, lest we forget, Gears of War is still happening, which mm. we can only hope Batista takes up the role as Marcus. Mm. We can only hope. Pretty sick, yeah. Um, there's a grounded TV show coming. Still don't, still unsure about that one, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I don't know. It doesn't animated or live action. Yeah, because live action doesn't make sense to me, but like animated would. I don't know. I don't animated know would make sense more. Yeah, grounded live action would TV be weird show. to me, and I don't want to see animation a giant spider. Okay, okay. That's right. cool. well, I can. I'll let mm. it slide. You, you, I'll let and it slide this, this time, Microsoft. <laughs> Good, thank you. Because if you didn't get Tim's, you know, Tim's pass, it would have been rough out here. Yeah. Um, and then of course, there's Fallout happening as well, uh, which looks good. Next that month. trailer looks, made good. it look really cool. I'm actually excited for that. Yeah. Where did you say that was? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it's March. That's oh, so that head. soon? God. Well, whatever yeah. reason, I didn't think that was this year. But yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, that that looked really good, man. Like that trailer looks kind of hype. Like I'm definitely going to tune in yeah. for that. Is that going to be Paramount as well, or is that? <laughs> no, I think it's. Uh, I want to say it's Amazon's. What I've got in my head, yeah, Amazon. Okay. Yeah. There you go. No, yeah, that 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 one's on my list. That's good. Let's go, Walton Goggins. Not that guy. See. Um. Okay. All right. What are we in time? Anybody in chat? Nope. All right. Is it Jova or are we Barack? Welcome to the end of Xbox. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. It's up for debate, really. Um, is it the end of Xbox or is it not? Uh, to catch you up, everybody, if you haven't been paying attention, you don't know what's going on, you're new here, um, there is a big talk about Xbox. There's been rumors for a couple of weeks now about Xbox putting their games multi-platform. And by their games, I mean their studios that they own, that they've either bought or built up over time, putting their games on other consoles. They've been putting their games on the Xbox console, the family of Xbox consoles, um, and PC, whether that's Steam or the Windows launcher, etc., for a while now. And you can access these games through other, like this kind of uh, upcoming um, swell of handheld PCs, like the Steam Deck and the Asus ROG. You can get Game Pass on them as well, so you can play the games there. But the rumors have been that these games are going to go to other consoles. Why is this a problem, you may ask? Well... Consoles have exclusives. They always have done. Uh, it's been part of the reason you buy a console because it is a big game and it only releases on PS5. Spider-Man would be a good example. Uh, maybe on Xbox, it may have been Halo Infinite. It may have been Starfield. Whatever it is, it's part of the, the purchasing decision, you could argue. Mm -hmm. With these games going to other consoles, the concern is the other providers, the matter of manufacturers, PlayStation and Switch, will not ease up on their exclusivity strategy. So Xbox will be effectively giving their games away to other consoles, um, meaning there's less value in the Xbox console box, but more value on the other consoles. They mm. will get more money from this. Undeniably, they will get more money from this because more people will buy their games everywhere. The concern is, uh, will console adoption slow down to such a point where it enters a death, like a death cycle, you know, death spiral, yeah. um, where less people buy Xbox consoles third parties stop supporting xbox and that makes less uh less adoption less purchases of the console until eventually xbox say we're pulling the plug on this it's not good anymore we're a publisher now just like 
Sega is now, or just like um, Ubisoft or your EAs are. We're just going to publish everywhere now. That's the concern. And then with that, with no Xbox support anymore, will we still be able to access the games, the library that we've accumulated over the last decade or two in perpetuity? That is the concern. That's the fear. We're getting an update on this. Phil Spencer, I I don't know if you guys saw after we discussed this a bit last week, Phil Spencer took to Twitter and said, we're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week where we look forward to sharing more details about our future, our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. Because shit was spiraling out of control because Xbox era shared their source apparently that Starfield was going to PS5 and then someone else tuned in and said Indiana Jones is going to PS5. Um, and somebody else tuned in, and I think it was Grub, who said uh, Gears of War has been in consideration as well. That's like, what are we doing well. here? And Halo, you know, is another consideration or possibility. And it's, we don't, nobody knows, really. It, the one that seems like it is happening is Hi-Fi Rush. So there's this kind of like, you know, continuum of like, are some going, are all going, are none going? And so I, I guess before I take this any further, I kind of just wanted to throw it to you guys if you had any thoughts at this point. Um, you know, we're right on the cusp of this possibly happening. And is there fear here? Do you not care? Is this good? Is this bad? I know, I'm interested to hear how the squad feels. Uh, you can go first, if you want, Caden, or should I? I'm probably the most. I probably am not that opinionated on this, so I don't know if maybe you are, and then I'll do the opposite side of it. Or yeah, sure, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, there is there is a fear for me. Um, I kind of agree with the fact that if they do it to such a large extent and they bring over more games and, you know, your Starfields, your your Gears, all that kind of stuff, your real pillar IPs that have been with Xbox for such a long time, I feel like there is going to be a bit of a fear there for me that eventually down the road, whether it's five years from now, ten years from now, the hardware will start to get phased out and they will just they will just not use it you know that's just their end goal they're probably talking about that right now you know they're, they're probably putting like a life cycle on it right now like, i wouldn't be surprised um and yeah i'm just i just it, it makes me think that one i have such a large digital uh library right now that's worth i, I don't even want to calculate how much it's fucking worth i've spent so much money um over the course of the years also do i want to just continue adding to that when i feel like the hardware's days are numbered right or do i just jump ship now do i just move to pc now or something like that you know and pc will probably salvage somewhat percentage of my game library and then maybe they do a similar thing to when they were what they were doing when they were doing all the backwards compat stuff where they're just like we're dedicated to yeah over the time period we will bring all the games to PC eventually, you know, sort of thing. And it's just, you know, they'll be porting them all over. So eventually my digital library will be complete on PC in 10 years time. It just gives me that fear of why should I stay in a, in a boat that potentially has a few holes in it already and is filling with water sort of thing. Why would I continue to tap my card away and spend 70 pound did on digital games for, for Xbox? You know, that's my fear. Yeah. I mean, does that make sense to you, Caden? Like, because I mean, surely you're because oh, no, you'd be under threat as well. Well, yeah, probably more than all of us here. Like, <laughs> that's, that's so true. All those um, skins, mate. Go on. Yeah, I bet. But like, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I. I wouldn't say I'm fearful. I'm actually quite excited because 
they're not going to do something stupid. You know, like, well, why would you do something? What's the point? But, I don't know. It, it is Microsoft. <laughs> I, man. I, I, I don't know. Really stupid but shit in the past, man. It's not the plan, is it? So uh, they're going to do something big and. I don't know. Yeah, well, Call of Duty knows what it is yet. It's, it is going to be a big deal, no matter what it is, I think. Um, and as someone who is more than happy playing on different consoles or whatever, different infrastructures, then I, I for me, I'm, I am excited to see what they, that they are doing, personally. Um, mm. But the thing about in regards to the library, I, I that's a good idea, actually, in regards to, like, kind of the, the gradual... Uh, update of of your library I'm not quite sure how they do it but that's certainly something that would be yeah uh, i mean i'd like to think that is something they probably would do right like if if they were literally like we're stopping hardware so obviously our main platform is pc <laughs> i feel like they've done it in the past with backwards compat mm-hmm. like it wouldn't surprise me if they're just like we're committed to bringing that whole xbox ecosystem of games it's going to take time but you know we're going to be yeah. shifting it over, but then that's yeah, such so, a commitment as well. Like, of yeah, course, if they are ending time. hardware, they're not going to they're not going to come up next weekend. All right, boys, consoles are done for. They're not going to do that. They'll be a very, like you said, a very gradual like. And also, what does that mean for Xbox? Oh. Like, if they don't do that with your digital library, because you can only access these because it's an online. You you have to be online to access your digital library. So, what does that mean in terms of if eventually they just stop with Xbox? Could you even access your digital library twenty years well, from that's now? Part of the fear, yeah. That's part like, of the fear. because it's all online, you have to be online to do it. So, I, know, uh, I didn't even think about that until it's now. It's not online nowadays. Like, yeah, but if I, they I, if they stop the, the servers and stuff like that, no, there's no there's no console servers or, or anything like that. Or like, there's no Xbox Live anymore. Then, are, are your okay. games online? Can you access? How I mean, are they going to work a, around that? That's a ten plus year it's point. tomorrow mate well, I... that's next week yeah <laughs> that's what they're announcing <laughs> it just he snaps half the xboxes out of uh out of, uh, out of the universe fucking Thanos, yeah. God. yeah so i i, I don't think, think that's an issue for us to worry about at least right now i don't think it's i don't necessarily think it's an imminent problem in terms of hardware disappearing i do think that any blunders in messaging here could really damage adoption. Like, do you remember, like, I just think about times like how fervently the media covers, um, like, Xbox blunders. Like, 24, everybody knew about 2014. Like, oh my God, or 2013, I should say. Like, and that fuck up, you know. And th- obviously, the pricing didn't didn't help either because that was a real thing that people could see on shelves. Like, why would I pay £100 more? But, like, the message generally was, like, forced connect, uh, more expensive, less powerful. And that was it. That was enough. The games didn't even come into the conversation because actually Xbox One's launch lineup, what, PlayStation didn't really have anything at launch. Killzone, it was only in the late years. Killzone, yeah, which you know, didn't review particularly well. Um, but, you know, so I, I don't think it, it's not an imminent thing, but it's worth us kind of continuing this thread on the heart. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Like, I, you know, you're right. I don't think this is an, an imminent thing in terms of your hardware is just going to mysteriously stop working. Um, it, you know, worst case scenario, support for the console could wind down. I don't think that's going to happen. We've seen reports um, from Jess Corden over at Windows Central that um, two more hardware projects have been greenlit. And in a recent, um, what do they call it? Town hall meeting um, at Xbox, Mike, uh, Phil, like reassured the team. We're not leaving hardware, by the way. You know, so this was just internal, but it was, you know, somebody leaked it to somebody to report. And I think that actually came from IGN. Um mm. so it doesn't seem like there are any internal plans to actually ditch hardware. I just wonder if they've, depending on what their strategy is, if they fully thought through, I mean, I assume they have, if they fully th- thought through the damage this could have reputationally to the console. Because like you said, Tim, you know. If, if people start catching wind of that and get the impression that they're going to wind down support on the system, people mm-hmm. are just going to stop picking up the console. People are just going to stop buying into that ecosystem. Um, yeah. You know, maybe they'll buy a la carte a thing as it pops up if it reviews really well. You know, if a Vowed comes out and a Hellblade comes out, they might do that. But like the ecosystem just starts to dissipate you know it just, it just kind of falls apart in my opinion at least the console side of it you know but and who knows what those hardware projects are you know there's been rumors that one of them is um like a, a switch like yeah you know the, there's going to be a couple of skus that one of them is going to be your high powered console like the series x but instead of a series s it's a dock it's a handheld slash dock situation um in which case i think that's a really great idea and maybe that serves to like stretch out again the ways into the ecosystem rather than necessarily getting people worried that what they currently have is going away, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's so hard to call, yeah, but there's just, you just can't help but have that that worry, right? And yeah, it's, it's not going to be an imminent thing, but like, <clears throat> my argument is, it's just like, what? yeah, like, why, why would I continue to invest into something which I feel does have a shelf life? And I'm just like, I might as well start investing and buying into a PC library, which I know is not going anywhere, or buy into a PlayStation library, which I know their home console is not going anywhere, or something like that. You know, that's kind of that's kind of where I see it. And you know, like, sure, it's going to be a very long time, but you just can't help but have that feeling in in the back of your head of just you putting money into something that just might not be a thing in five ten years time. Especially if, mm-hmm. you know, you plan on gaming as a hobby, you know, continuously. You know, it's one of my main hobbies. So I'm in it for the long haul. So, you know. I think, you know, to tie it back into like this event, this business update event that we're supposed to be getting next week. And who knows how that happens, by the way. We don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be like a pre-recorded video or an interview or just a blog. I know, hope so. The thing, video, I hope they're kind of... I, I know. About yeah. it and they're yeah. like, right, this is a big deal. I hope it's not a fucking tweet. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Oh, One of eight, right. yeah. Fucking tweet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, 
that you're tying it into this event that I think the most important thing that they need to make clear for like general audience is convince us that you're still committed to the hardware. I mean, like ultimately the thing is, I would I would understand it if they wanted to pull out of hardware. I would get it. It's a loss maker for them. Consoles are for everyone, but they're not doing well in the console space. I mean, it's okay. They're doing fine. It's just that their, their growth is kind of stalled. Like the audience they've had for the last 10 years is still the audience that they have now. And they're not like reaching new people other than through PC and throughout those other avenues. So it's they just need to convince us that yeah we're still going to do this we're going to occupy the console space because it's one way into the ecosystem and that makes sense and that is that's clear and you know if they then say a couple of games here and there where appropriate are going to go to other systems um but we're still going to give you great reasons to buy into the console and they convince me of that unky dory no biggie like if it's a game that makes sense here and there and that's your strategy for making extra costs keeping monetization down you know, because like, let's look over at the other aisle, right? Let's look at what everyone else is doing. Nintendo started their own service. Um, they don't make AAA games. They they are budget games in terms of development costs. Very rarely is their voice work, like in terms of um, like the engines used and everything, it's not expensive stuff. So that's how they keep costs down. Um, PlayStation also have started a subscription service. Part of their strategy is to put stuff to PC a bit late. Maybe they'll start doing day and day and following Xbox's steps. Who knows? And they're churning out remakes and they're getting their, their games up to 70 quid, right? So part of their strategy for getting that extra you know, revenue um, for their high production value games is that. And a lot of people are starting to get a bit fed up of this remake station already, you know? Um, so it, it just depends on what, you know, pick your poison. You know, all these companies are looking for extra ways to monetize. And if Xbox's way is... There are older games that make sense to put on other consoles. That's fine. But if we're talking about like day one releases across all platforms, I have to start asking what we're doing here. Other than like very select cases, like maybe like an MMO. I could understand. I don't necessarily agree with it because I think Xbox and PC is enough, but I can understand it. Um, and, you know, if we're talking timed exclusivity on some titles, I, I can understand it. So it just depends. You know, there's, there's a big continuum of things here from uh all multi you know, full multi-platform to full exclusivity and everything else in between and i'm curious to like throw this back to you guys um so like like caden if i if i put it to you what's like for someone who buys into a console or like for you who still owns an xbox console like do you think what's the thing that would work best in that middle ground because it's what everyone's thinking about like are we talking timed exclusivity or or just start releasing things everywhere like for you where does that land if it goes to what is it goes to keeping my xbox or yeah like keep keeping your xbox and you know maybe for the wider audience as well like you know what point like where's the line in terms of the the core audience going nope that's too much it depends how much we're leaning on game pass i think because mm. i think games Pass it's a selling point is a huge selling point for the xbox console um I know it's got its PC kind of spin-off a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think that's the primary kind of selling point. Um, so it depends if they... Because it sounds like that they're not... They're keeping in Games Pass console, right? As in, there's not many, many rumours in regards to Games Pass being anywhere else. Um, yeah, well, and I, I don't think PlayStation or Switch would want Game Pass on their systems because yeah. it would soak up so much of their revenue, you know, uh, so... Um, That's a good point. But let's assume for the for this 
this topic, yeah, Game Pass is going to stay as it is. Yeah. Like to you, could could everything go multi-platform, and for you, that would still be fine because you get stuff day one on Game Pass, and Game Pass mm. is a really good service. Is, is that what? Yeah. You're no, it, it is the kind of like the amount of times we're just kind of relaxing it, and we like, and you see a big old announcement, you're like, oh, this comes out in three days, and I get just get to play it, and that's it done. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's a lovely kind of thing to just have on Xbox, just a continuous updating library. I like that Definitely. a lot. Um, so in regards to like like big releases going on other consoles day one that is a break That that's a complete break if that's yeah. the thing that happens you know Indiana Jones for example if that's just being launched into Playstation you know if they're just getting it day one then that is a, a loss that's a big loss even if even if you got it on Game Pass on Xbox, but you'd have to buy seventy pound on PlayStation. Because I'm curious, because because I'm I've that's spoken good. to a few people yeah. about this, and I wonder, I just wonder if that's enough for most people. Uh, and I, yeah. I, hmm. I mean, yeah, I think for like big AAA games, you know, first the first party games. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. That's better. I mean, obviously, they wouldn't release it for free on other consoles, but that's kind of... But... Mm. Right. Like, this is kind of what I'm excited to see, just to see what kind of how they how they are approaching these things, because... Yeah. Yeah. It, it depends. I'm just <laughs> it not... Depends. Unfortunately, I'm not passionate enough about like my you know, my library and my kind of uh, loyalty, I suppose. So yeah, but there, there will come a point where, like you know, say we get to next generation and this strategy yeah, is in next full effect. Mm-hmm. You you might you might you'll you'll be fronted with the decision. You know, do I want to get an Xbox this time around? I've got a PC. Do I want to this time around? Mm-hmm. And if the, the pull isn't strong enough, yeah, you're probably going to say no. Yeah, you know, especially now that I have the PC, it is looking a lot less attractive to keep hold of the Xbox, whereas PlayStation is still, uh, it's quite. It knows what it is, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's a game console. Well, for now. It's, it's games, and that's it. Whereas Helldivers 2 being the first PC launch. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. the first one. Uh, but also, all Sony games come to PC just a lot later, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the first day and date one, and I've been saying, for, I'm not the only one, but a lot of people have been saying for a while that they're going to start going day and date as well. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, Tim, we're obviously in a bit of a different boat again. We don't have PCs. Um, so the question here is, like, where's the break point? You know, on, on the continuum of, like, um, games releasing on other platforms to not releasing at all, and then in the middle there's, like, some release to timed exclusive releases, uh, and Game Pass is thrown in there. Like, to you, like, what's the break point? Where does um, your back snap from Philly's words? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that, that there's just... To me, there's this all this build up that we've been doing for so long, and all these fucking massive purchases of all these studios and everything, and it just it yeah. seems weird to then just not use that as an exclusivity weapon to be like, hey, come over, and this is where you experience these games, unless they think that this whole time behind the scenes they thought like hell we're not doing this to improve console sales because we're we've never 
we're, we're never going to win in that regard. We lost it, and PlayStation is just always going to be ahead in that regard. But they're buying all of these studios on the on the assumption that they'll just release everything multiplayer, and they'll just get so much so much money from all these new games being released on everything. Um, so you know you can kind of see it both ways, but it does really tick me off a little bit to think that you've been building so much to then just just give it to everyone anyway um like sure that i'm sure that you're going to build incentives into your platform like caden said i think games pass holds a lot of weight into in into this where it's just under a nice easy subscription you don't have to drop 70 quid a title you know that sort of thing um i think for me it is the 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 day in the, the the day one releases across everything i think for me i think wrapping up games pass and wrapping up you have one to two years if this is the only platform you can play indiana jones i think that's enough to still incentivize people to your brand um and then it can come to other places you know i'm, I'm not gonna be that guy it's just like no i, I don't want playstation to ever experience indiana jones you know that's just i don't have necessarily have an issue with that but i just want more incentives to be aligned with with xbox um yeah i think if they just released everything on the same day across all platforms that would that would tick me off a little bit uh, especially for these new hyped projects which are coming out like i mean like if hellblade 2 did that and you know if um if uh, indiana jones did that and all that you know you can't help but feel a bit like i'm sure that would cheese you off a little bit wouldn't just be me right i don't know yeah, i mean like, what are we doing here yeah, what are we doing yeah, here exactly. like you know why yeah. why why have i bought this console yeah. Why did I? Why have you? Why have you believed? Why have you made me believe that this was a? Because I. I mean, I think Game Pass is great. Um, and it's a conversation we'll come into in a, in a little bit about like the pros and cons exercise of you know buying a console and what that means. Um, but I'm with you in terms of everything else. Like, it's. It, I suppose it's, it's quite frustrating as a core or a hardcore fan of Xbox, the platform, who has seen this happen for a while. You know, we've been on Xbox and PC for a while, and we've known this to be the case. When Bethesda was acquired, Phil sat down and he said. This is about bringing great games to places where Game Pass are. And that made sense to me. The only wrinkle to that was Steam, which obviously Game Pass isn't on Steam, but it made sense because it wasn't an overlap with, in, in the same way, putting games on Xbox console, Switch console, and PlayStation consoles. Steam is its own thing, and they can, they're trying to compete with it with the Windows Store, but they're having a hard time. Fine. But places where Game Pass are, that makes sense to me. If we're then putting games in places where Game Pass aren't, it's like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Like I, and the Game Pass is a benefit. It's a great service. They've done a great job of growing up that, and they've been, you know, they've been quite successful. Again, like the growth has kind of stalled a bit. It doesn't seem to be going through to casual audiences. And Caden, I think you spoke on this maybe last month, where like speaking to people who just play casually, they don't know what Game Pass is. Like, and it's it's not their fault. Microsoft needs to do a better job of getting that market penetration. You know, it's just not quite there. And I do wonder. I do wonder if they did have that mega hit, like would that happen? Would the Game Pass message, you know, travel with it? In the, you know, um, let's say Indiana Jones is a ninety-four Metacritic at the end of this year, would Game Pass carry with it? And that you know, because Starfield had a similar effect, um, you know, subscription spiked. But you know, it's so it is frustrating as a fan to watch them gather up all these studios and then just as everything starts to hit, be like, it's going everywhere. <laughs> you know, thanks for waiting. But uh, 
you can play this anywhere. You know, just before this barrage of exclusive hits, 2023 was good, and it's looking to be better and better with each each following year. And it's like we're right on the precipice, and it's like now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you could have bought a PlayStation, and you'd have uh, you're gonna get everything in yeah, in the same way without Game Pass. Mm. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, and that's where I think they need that extra incentive because I, I I do think that gamers generally, like I said this a couple of weeks back, they're quite impatient with these sort of things. Like a lot of people, if they see a really cool game like Indiana Jones and they really want to play it, and they're just like, and they know it's two years before they get to play it on PlayStation, they'll probably still invest in the Xbox platform at least in like the lesser um one like the series s or the series s fucking handheld thing that might be rumored to be coming out they'll invest into that to play indiana jones before that two years and it hits playstation so i think you can you can have an element of kind of you know what's what's the expression having your cake and eating it too or something like that what's the expression that's the that's one is yeah you, you can it. you can have that a little bit if you were have to your just cake and sleep in it yeah <laughs> have your cake and <laughs> look at it <laughs> you get to look at it um i i think you can have a little bit of a win-win i still think it's not going to go down great but i think if you if you had a good a chunk of time where it was exclusive to the xbox platform and accessible on games pass and then it goes everywhere and you get all your revenue from putting it everywhere. I think you're in a little bit more favor from every party involved. A little bit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd agree. Like, and I think there's an opportunity there to just set like an expectation. If they just said, most games that we make are going to go to as many platforms as we can get them to two years later, for example. Mm. but is that really what's going to happen like you know we spoke about this idea of like of it being a, a pr like a communication nightmare you know like once one game goes like once hi-fi rush goes like if you aren't able to set like a clear and understandable standard to everyone most casuals don't know about this shit i guess maybe mm. they don't care um and maybe xbox have more up their sleeve to sell people on the box but um like once that you can't get the toothpaste back in the tube. You know, it's it's yeah. it's out there. Other games go to other platforms now. Yeah, good luck with IGN making a, a fucking article every every two days that mm. Xbox games go to PlayStation. Good luck dealing with that fallout yeah. because that will go to casuals and they'll see it and they'll be like, I'm not going to get the next Xbox because their games, even if they did stay, that's the thing, even if it was only like 10%, I fear that that message would be too sticky and you wouldn't be able to get rid of it. That's the yeah. that's the concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's the communication thing that's the issue. Yeah, I bet there's probably a large chunk of players that were on PlayStation, for example, and if this day ever happens and Hi-Fi Rush comes to PlayStation and they see it in their store, they're probably not even aware that game came out two years ago and was exclusive to Xbox. Mm-hmm. They're probably just gonna be like, "This looks like a cool game. <laughs> I'm gonna buy yeah. it." Like they they're that casual that they don't even know it was previously an Xbox title when it came over this way. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it, it's, right. it's so hard to communicate these things like it's crazy i mean you can't even communicate like right now like 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 you were saying with people not knowing what games pass is if you're a casual gamer like you can't even communicate that and it's like literally the biggest selling point of your console currently and that's still hard to communicate to the casual gamer try communicating this no ain't gonna happen it's like talking to a brick wall it's just not gonna happen that's it 
so i mean that's like kind of the game side of things you know, there's a lot of variation in what they could do in terms of bringing some things bringing all of them and they're, they're not strangers to bringing third party exclusives to, to other consoles like they haven't done that for a while now they haven't done third party exclusives in the same way like playstation does with final fantasy for example um yeah ori went to switch cuphead went to switch you know they you know so as dusk falls obviously not a, not a big yeah yeah they you know they go to other platforms the first party stuff is the sticking point and so then there's a lot of stuff they can do in the middle to make it still work for customers especially if they're because let's just remember they have so many they've got so many more studios than like any other um any other platform holder like any other publisher like they're heads and shoulders above the, in terms of what they own so if their output is like you know four times more than everything else Maybe it's not really going to be a big deal, but there's lots of stuff they could do. It just depends how they communicate it and what they what they land on. The other wrinkle here, guys, I wonder, I do wonder if they are gonna if they are gonna change Game Pass. Like I do wonder if they're gonna stop doing day and date releases. It's it's in the back of my mind. What do you mean? As in like stop that day one release thing going on? Yep, if they just, if they're like, they're, we're at the point now where we can release our games just like PlayStation and they're selling fine at 70 quid, you know, and then they just copy PlayStation's structure. But it's like, we're going to, people buy our games up front for full price and then we'll put it in the service down the road for, for a double dip. Um, I do wonder if that's coming as well. That would be a big sad. I'd probably buy a PC a big if that sad. happened. Hmm. I think that would be Same. the turning point for me. <laughs> so I'd buy a second one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be that would be a pretty big turning point for me. Where is I would just invest in a PC and just buy the games there, which perform better and I can play to a better standard. If I'm buying it anyway, Games Pass isn't releasing these things day one anymore. Mm-hmm. Interesting, and that's a really interesting reaction from the two of you because that was far more visceral than when we were talking about the games. You're like, yeah, you know, there was some leeway on the games, but Game Pass going nah, day and day. That's a big well, thing. That's really interesting well. of how effective that's been. Pass. I do. I think it's brilliant. Don't buy games yeah. anymore. Nope. And it's not just been brilliant on from a value saving perspective, but it's been a really good discovery discoverability yeah, tool for me. Like I've played so many games I just wouldn't have played because they come. Even big games like Dead Space, I don't think I would have ever bought that. And Mass Effect, I never played back in the day. That the the remaster. There's, there's so many. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. But yes, it would. Like, yeah, it would be a big deal um if they did that mm-hmm. um again like i do wonder do casuals even know casuals don't know what first party is they've had more than one party they're like 12 yeah. years old they've had at least 12 <laughs> <laughs> nice they don't know what that means and we say first party games go day and date they just check two weeks after launch oh starfield what's that that looks kind of cool makers of elder scrolls yeah okay uh, they don't know I, like I do wonder if it's just like you know we really benefit off it because we're in the we're in the weeds, mm. but I do wonder like is for them is it is the payoff good enough you know no no that's the tricky that's the tricky little codger uh, mm. you know and there's other again there's variations within that like maybe they just make day and date a uh, Game Pass Ultimate thing or maybe they make Game Pass Ultimate gold or something you know slightly more expensive everything day to day for everything else it gets staggered out down to the cheapest version of the subscription i saw a rumor in regards to advertising uh games pass as in like putting advertisement on games pass 
I don't know if you've got Yeah, that's been that. talked about for a while, actually. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, what, yeah. Is like, what you mean is in like literally advertising. So, so like if you clicked on a game on Games Pass, you have to watch a minute of ads before you get to play it. Or do I don't know how they like... were... I don't know how, but there was, there was rumours of implementing some type of advertisement within the Games Pass. Mm. Same way, the same way they're doing it was on Amazon and... Uh, yeah like yeah yeah because amazon have done that recently yeah yeah i remember i was watching something on it and i was like amazon never used to give you fucking ads i was like what's going on here i was like i pay for this but like they're advertising only their stuff they're not advertising yeah. third party things but still i think it's a little bit cheeky that you pay for a service and they still throw ads at you but mm. yeah oh don't get me started i've had a, i've had problems like that with a couple of things these days um like i bought a um one of the ring, you know, the Amazon ring doorbells. Yeah. Um, I got one of them and we got it all set up and I was like, okay, great. This is working cool. I can go back on the timeline and see like who visited my house at what time and everything. And this whole time I had it, it was like, oh, you, you know, your trial is going to run out in 30 days. And I was like, whatever, this is just some extra shit I don't need. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it expires. And on this one day, I tried to scrub back through the timeline and it's like, sorry, got to pay a subscription for that. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean it's built into the fucking camera? It's a camera. It's a camera. Show me what the camera saw. Why do I need to pay you a subscription? Why have you cut off features to make me pay for it? So fucking frustrating. It's so annoying. um, Yeah, they they store it. Yeah. They store it like te- temporarily in like a cloud, which obviously you pay to have oh, access to those, to those recordings. Um, yeah, it, it's a bit stupid. Yeah, I mean to be store fair- it locally then. <laughs> what like a little memory card on the fucking thing? Yeah, um, like fuck you. But then you'd have to go through and manually delete shit, and your storage would always be full. So then you'd be yelling at that. So just auto delete it after a week. Like it's, there was so many easy solutions to these billionaires for this thing, but it's not. It's just like uh, fucking give us a subscription, charge you twenty quid a year or whatever it is. It's like twenty quid a year. It's it's very minuscule, <gasps> but yeah, it does. It forces your hand to do it, doesn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. It's a bit shit. Yeah, I got robbed last night, but I didn't have the subscription, so <laughs> I don't know who the fuck. I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just wonder if like if I then paid for it, if I paid for it, would it then like unlock? the recordings like is it just is it there you know no i I don't think so i just don't think it even bothers to push it up to the cloud unless you've got the subscription actually to be fair i don't know i'm just imagining but yeah so annoying (laughs) okay where were we game pass yeah that's right so you know I, i could see a change there as well um I'm not sure. I'm trying to decide where I want to take this next. Um, okay, yeah, we'll go to this. So, ultimately, it's a game of pros and cons. We know Xbox is not just a console manufacturer anymore. That's been the case. Like you said, Tim, they've accepted. We ain't winning this race. We're going to go to more places, and we'll make more money that way, and we'll have more success that way. Um, fine. I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. You know, I'm actually happy with that like if you want to make more devices that i can access my games with cool yeah all means no problem so it becomes a kind of uh, you know it's a pro and con exercise isn't it it's not as simple as me being i think uh, you might you guys might have got caught wind of this like a lot of people have been trying to um like downplay i think some of the annoyance that the xbox community is feeling over this of like oh other games are going to other platforms um and I, i think most reasonable adults aren't annoyed that other people get to play their games i don't think that's really what this is it's it's the fear of the library going away but also like 
what incentive is there for me to continue buying this platform that you know I either have history with or my my things are with, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I just wonder, you know, because we've spoken about it so far as like a cons thing, you know, they're going to do this update and they're going to say we're losing all of this. But I do wonder, like, if they're doing a business update, maybe this is what they need. You know, maybe actually, you know, we've been talking about this gray area between is is Xbox going third party for like five years now. Maybe they just need to come out and commit to a fucking strategy and make it crystal clear to all of us what that strategy is. Um, And maybe that comes with some benefits. Who knows what that is? You know, whether it is some innovative hardware. You know, again, maybe it is this this barrage of games. You know, this year looks pretty good, but maybe next year looks even better. You know, who who knows? Um, maybe there's some other stuff they're doing with the controller, maybe peripherals. You know, I don't know, but it does make me curious. Like, what's the pro and con, uh, like analysis that Xbox are going to give to us? Mm. Like, they can't just turn up and be like, games aren't day one anymore. Game Pass is more expensive by two quid. Uh, and also, all games are going multiplayer. You can't do that. The brand no. would sink immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm excited because, like, yeah. you can't. Like, the first thing I said was, they're not, they're not that stupid. There has to be a, a pull somewhere. So, if they have to do that stupid side of it ish, then there has to be another big thing on the side to be like well is this has happening as well yeah so no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they they can't yeah yeah no 100 percent. I, I was literally gonna actually call back to when caden said yes like as much as it is a scary time it's also quite an exciting time like i do yeah. agree with that like i i do think there's going to be a shift um that could be quite a spooky one but it also could you know there's no doubt in my mind they've thought about this and they're gonna they're gonna make it positive in some way for your current console holders, your current home console uh, enthusiasts or whatever, you know, they're not just going to alienate that entire fucking section of their user base. Like, like Dex said, it's just, it's just suicide. They can't do that. So yeah, there is an element of, you know, being excited. And I agree that there is an element of just rip the bandaid off and just tell us what your company wants yeah. to be that Dex said. Yeah. Like there might actually just be some, um, fucking just some closure on that a little bit for all your all of your um everyone trying to subscribe into your brand you know well every week deck brings about not actually knowing what xbox wants yeah so i think this is like shut up what do you want (laughs) (laughs) ryan gosling yeah perfect time yeah no yeah i agree yeah so yeah i mean it's yeah you know i'm with you um if we need to, if this is what we needed to get to a point where the message is more coherent, so be it. If that message is that the console is going to be a little bit devalued in the long run, that's okay. It it, it just depends how it's handled. It depends how it's messaged, and it depends what the vision is. You know, we've been saying for a while now that you know, well, Xbox has been saying for a while now. Particularly, Phil has said, you know, we lost the console war where, when we don't just want to try and be the green version of the blue box anymore. It just that's just not a good strategy for us. Um, so we're going. Red. So they're going to do their own thing. Our brand yeah, color yes, is yeah. now red. Imagine if that was the announcement. <laughs> Nobody else has red, so we're yeah. gonna be red. <laughs> God, are you ready? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's their new slogan. Xbox, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. And I'll and I'll leave you today with announcement of a new platformer about a Norwegian <laughs> carpenter <laughs> who goes. 
Wahee! Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Olaf. <laughs> Olaf. Nice. Um, Olaf Molly. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, maybe, and, and I, yeah, it makes me think that there must be some pull here. You know, there must be some reason they're going to want people to continue investing in console, even if it's not their main focus. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think we're right on the precipice, and I'm okay with Xbox going off to do their own thing. You know, um, it's frankly annoying that Xbox can't do anything without getting mainstream comparisons to PlayStation. It's irritating. Every month I see it, Xbox sales are worse than PlayStation. It's like this is fucking, fucking pointless analogy because they put games in different places. Like, it's not... It, it, they can't. They haven't been able to escape that. For ages so it's become a bit of an identity crisis um and hopefully this kind of clears that up so um fingers crossed hopefully we don't come out of it <laughs> you know, with a bullet in our head like we said we would uh last week um <laughs> we, we were squad. <laughs> yeah, we were <laughs> um, do um, we know some of it seems like it's happening do we know if there's a date for phil spencer dropping the a-bomb next week or is it just gonna just happen I think tomorrow yeah, live stream into our brains like Skynet. I think tomorrow. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. It's like a you think it's like an emergency broadcast on your Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it comes out with like yeah, the emergency whole broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Phil <laughs> 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 Spencer just sitting on it. He just swivels around on a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> I have some terrible news. Yeah. <laughs> Apology yeah. video. <laughs> yeah, you should video. Yeah, that's the thing. What if he steps down? Like that's been on the tips of people's tongues for a while. Like what it feels like I've seen my vision through. This is the pivot now. No. Yeah. I'm Sarah gonna be leaving gonna halfway through this shit show. Peace. Yeah, good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. What a time to hand yeah. it over. <laughs> So the final part of all of this really is the fallout. You know, if Xbox really is putting more games on a, on a multi-platform basis you know, or more uh, going about it in a more, more multi-platform way, that was fucking hard, Jesus. Um, how, what's the fallout of that and the consequence of that on the industry? You know, do we think there is comes a day where whoever takes over PlayStation next, you know, once Jim Ryan is fully gone, it, you know, says, you know what? We can recoup some costs by putting some of our older games on other platforms. Again, you're probably not seeing your God of Wars. You're probably not seeing your Horizons, but maybe your Hell Divers. Mm. You know, yeah, on maybe um, maybe a death on all platforms. Yeah, yes, a couple of years like down the line, maybe a death threatening. Yeah, say that again. To me, no, I say the Xbox might not exist for it to cross. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah, I mean, I th I think there is going to be an element of. I think everyone will be very interested. I think everyone is, aside from just users, I think like companies are going to be watching Xbox uh, and Microsoft and how this goes, like what whatever their business strategy is moving forward. I think they're going to be watching with a pretty close eye. Um, and if it turns out well and they can see the benefits of it, I wouldn't be surprised if other companies pivot in a similar direction, um, you know. At the end of the day, as you put it, Deck, it's you, everyone wants to see that fucking line go up. If it ain't going up, they're willing to take drastic measures. Um, so, yeah. you know, who knows? Uh, and yeah, I think people will be watching this quite closely and being like, there is benefit to this. Like, maybe we should start to look to do this in a couple of years. Yeah, 100%.
Yeah. Or if it crashes and burns, they'll point and laugh. Either way, they're on the sidelines watching. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's perfectly fair to say that for the, as much shit as Xbox has gotten over the last decade, really, they have kept everyone else on their toes. Like, they pushed... The, the whole DRM reversal and the Kinect reversal, that pushed PlayStation to take out their eye camera with the bundle to get the £100, the, like, the, the price gap. So they mm. didn't bundle it in to get that, and it worked. And that, that was what the consumers wanted at the end of the day, you know. They pushed for backwards compatibility. PlayStation got pushed for that. They pushed value-based subscriptions. PlayStation and Nintendo did for that. And actually, Nintendo did start going about the same thing with backwards compatibility as well. They're just a bit hit and miss with that as a feature. Mm. And obviously, you know, Xbox Live, that, that came in the early days. Peripherals, like accessibility peripherals, um, elite controllers. There is a bit of a trend here. You know, customization in the controllers and the consoles. There is a bit of a trend here. Xbox for better or worse due to like our trendsetters in a lot of ways. They innovate first. <laughs> it doesn't always work. Yeah. 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 It doesn't always work. <laughs> but they do try. And oftentimes that keeps the other two on their toes. And I do wonder, you know, if they pull this off and we're all still talking about Xbox in a positive way in five years' time, and other games are going multi-platform from the from Nintendo and PlayStation. You've done it. You fucking broke the exclusivity, you know, curse. That's just getting worse and worse mm. as the years go on. Spencer will be hailed as the new Jesus. I mean, he might it might not go that far. I don't know, but man. certainly they'll pin him up. On I a mean, cross. should we write it? Should we write the Bible? On an X. On an X. On an X. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh god, that, that looks that's right. I feel like that would be a lot more violent <laughs> than a cross. Just bend his limbs in some pretty serious <laughs> ways. I'll carry nice. you, Phil. I'll carry your ex crucifix on my back. Yeah, and they pin him up. They pin him up in a weird way as well. They do like the the left leg to the top left and the left <laughs> arm to the bottom left. They don't just yeah, you do like roll like him. Yeah, they're like rolling him down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never let them know your next move. So it's going to be a weird one because certainly you know Phil's legacy has been mostly good um certainly in the uh, as he took over the xbox one it looked really positive but like if if the update this week um really the problem is is if it really alienates the console audience um like that legacy is going to be really tarnished um because like i said they could pull out of console in the next three years and they would still making really good revenue because they've got so many studios to make so many games and to still put it into a lot of places um mm -hmm. they will still make good money from that and they'll be successful i think but i think they probably do run a risk of alienating their core audience which is obviously their console audience um and that's going to be the loudest bunch mm. so if you piss off your core audience you don't stand a chance but at least if your core audience is happy um you can go from there so mm. it, it's really interesting times not just for you know we've spoken a lot about um xbox in the last hour but it, it's interesting times for the industry It'll be really interesting to see how people respond because because there's different schools of thought. You know, do it, don't do it, go somewhere in the middle. Um, it changes strategy entirely. You know, so it's it's really up in the air. And like I said at the beginning of all of this, people started leaking slash rumoring insider information that all of these games were being considered for multi-platform launches: Indiana Jones, Starfield, Gears of War, Halo. But none of it's confirmed. And some people have started walking it back now. Mm. Um, it's just we don't know. The Hi-Fi Rush thing seems to be real because of the data leak. 
the data mining we saw with the the shirt stuff, but still, you know, yeah. whatever. All right, it's big. I wonder if we'll be back next week. You know, no, I don't think so. Probably won't be about much space next week. I I imagine. You don't think? Yeah, no. they have a quite, quite a bit of a slow, yeah, slow news week. Yeah. I'm I'm so interested to see the media reaction to all of it. I really am. Because it's been fascinating watching other outlets who typically, like, you can tell that they talk about Xbox through grit, grit teeth. Like, it serves them better if the if the Xbox console it's dies, because then all their games yeah. just go everywhere. So yeah. it would be interesting to see if they celebrate, you know, Xbox finally makes their first right decision in a decade by putting their games on my platform of choice. Yeah. Yeah. Trashing their garbage yeah, console, yeah. So I'm fascinated to see how this all goes down, but um, mm. be really interesting. All right, I've covered all the points I wanted to cover on my little uh, notepad here. Um, I think we've covered everything on the notes page, haven't we? Yeah. Do you any think... closing thoughts, guys? Before we wrap up, oh, just I'm sorry. Just oh, waiting game now. Yeah. No, I was I was going to say like, as do do you think there'll be um. Do you think they'll mention anything about um, new hardware next week? Do you think? Do you think they'll they'll tease it and just be like, "There is stuff in the works." I do. You you I think? Do, yeah. yeah. Like they won't name drop anything or tell you what it is or have Phil Spencer maybe a project like on stage. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> imagine that the curtain just pulls open. He's just playing his Xbox Switch. Yeah. Um, oh hi! Didn't see you yeah. there. <laughs> I was too busy encapsulated with my game that I can take on the go anywhere. Um, it sounds like, yeah. from what Phil tweeted earlier, like it, it, it kind of sounded like they were going to do an announcement soon anyway, regardless of this leak, right? That's kind of my understanding. Yeah, but they might have pushed it forward because they saw everything Maybe. was just, just so chaotic and they were like, we need yeah. to address this now, otherwise our, our yeah. studio will get fucking bombed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do think they were probably planning on something, but I doubt they were planning on doing it next week. I, they were probably planning on doing it in a few weeks or like a month or something. And then shit just got out of hand. And he was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> we need to do something. Yeah. And it did. It did get out of hand. It really Xbox did. was constantly trending. And I don't know if you guys, you guys don't follow it closely, but there's like a number of like community members who are like, you know, pillars of the Xbox community. And a couple of them have like, change their bio so he doesn't say xbox fan anymore they're like i'm no longer an xbox fan they held a twitter space like renouncing their love for the platform like it really like you know it really went out of it really got out of hand so weird to me that people do that when nothing official mm. is being announced and they're just so quick to give up like any of their like beliefs or any of their like their hobbies or whatever like associations they've had for years they're willing to just toss that away <laughs> without any hard proof it's pretty weird to me I've never understood that. Yeah. It's a bit, isn't it? So wait for the facts, at least, before you do something that fucking drastic. Yeah, definitely. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Mm. We're going to wait for the facts. And uh, I'm going to watch this stream next week. With my, yeah. uh, on my top floor, I'm going to have my window open and I'm going to be holding my Xbox out of the window. And if they say anything that ticks me off, I'm just going to drop it. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to yeah. let go. Don't make me Phil. <laughs> just live stream it. Yeah. I'm going to put fireworks in the holes at the top. 
<laughs> upside down, with, like sparklers. <laughs> no, 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 full explosives. <laughs> That's not a firework. <laughs> well, you consider a full is. explosive What's a the firework. Difference? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went to work with some fireworks the other day and everyone was like having a big fucking deal about it. Just a bit of C4. Okay, <laughs> it's a firework. <laughs> I didn't see the problem. I put the fire to work. It's a firework. <laughs> Jesus. I pour gasoline over my car, set it on fire, boom, a firework. It's a firework. Yeah. I'm not going to buy these fucking branded things they want me to. <laughs> And create my yeah. own firework. I'll just commit very serious acts of vandalism instead. <laughs> That's way cheaper and less burdensome on me. I prefer that. <clears throat> Good for you, man. Thank you. Yep. Um, so it'll be noisy this week. We'll come back next week to talk about it all. Um, you know, fingers crossed that we all make it through. You know, will we survive? Hold hands, hold it, cut. Oh, hug your nearest xbox fan you know it's a hard time for us you know we really need uh, love and support that you can give us we do uh, and then buy them a pc because xbox <laughs> dead <laughs> yeah we should create our own like community fucking like action where we all just get a massive part everyone just puts in millions of people and we can all buy each other pcs make a really That's wholesome worldwide event yeah well okay yeah no, that sounds really practical. Sounds like you got a problem with it, Caden. <laughs> well, I'm not chipping in. <laughs> you little shit. Oh, he got in there with your fucking he got, PC. I got yeah. mine. You're not going to help anyone oh, else, you son of no. a bitch. No one helped me, did they? No. I, I bet they did. Yeah. I bet you went on YouTube for hours. Yeah, what about the person who built your PC? They helped you. I paid him to do it. <laughs> So aggressive. <laughs> I paid the slave to do it. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's getting out of hand right. now. Let's end this before Cream we say breach. anything dodgy. Cream freeze. Cream freeze. <laughs> cream, 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 cream freeze. I forgot that was a thing. It's a good one. It's great. Yeah, yeah put it there. I, I tried to get Caden's. Caden's uh, Suicide Squad from last week, but I didn't have time. <laughs> that would have been good. Suicide yeah. Squad. Right. Um, All right, let's wrap this wrap up. up. Thanks, wrap everyone. If, you, if you've hung around or if you're listening after the fact, um, I hope that you found at least some margin of agreement with our uh, you know, analysis of uh, this week's events. It's, it's pretty rough. It's divided. You know, it's community is divided. It's, you can't agree with anyone. It's rough. Unite us once more, Phil. Take us to the promised land yeah, of Blade being exclusive to Xbox. Oh, I forgot yeah, about Blade. That was the other one I was it's, thinking it's... of. Yeah, I was thinking when I was like That's Indiana Jones, is it? Hellblade, and there was something. I, I even said Hellblade. <laughs> I didn't fucking think of Blade. God's yeah. sake, that was it. God, that yeah. was in the back of my head for like fucking the last hour. Blade. Sorry. Fuck's sake. Well, I got it there in the end. Yeah. No. no. Great. All right. Bye, yeah. Bye, Ron. Have a good Sunday. Bye. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.